figure we should probably go ahead and talk about the fact that we done our second live show. Yeah. I mean, there were less people there this time. <laughs> I don't, you know what? But I, I don't want to focus on how many people were there for, for a number of reasons. First of all, <laughs> <'cause there> was- <laughs> people that were there are people that, that, uh, that we care very deeply for. Yep. You know, who have been very supportive of us in mm-hmm. our endeavors. Um, and but enough about Chris. And <laughs> <laughs> Carrie. Hey, oh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, Kristen is rolling her eyes right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, the uh, there there was one dude that came over, and I think that there were other people who were just hanging out in the bar after the showing that just didn't want to, uh, you know. Yeah, it's uh, again. It's a, it was an interesting, you know. First of all, there's a lot to unpack from that show. There is, and uh, there's. Let's. Um, I think we're going to save most of that for um, the intro to the live show, right? Uh, but uh, as far as um. Well, you know what? Let's save all of it for that. Yeah, I mean, we don't have to talk too much about. It. We're just. Um, we can just say that we're. You missed out. You done missed out if you didn't go. Mm-hmm. And um, thanks to uh, uh, Almo and everyone for letting us be a part of it because that was pretty awesome. Yeah, that and, was cool. And we did get some cool swag. We got some Jeremy Barry clocks and um and some pens. And some pens. With, pins, yeah. Yeah, right, with, yes. with some some shrimpies. And what the fork. Yeah, with I our, assume that they made it for us. I would obviously. <laughs> I think NBC has known for a while they, that we're they know. They know that we're out here talking about the good place. They have to know now. And random shit. <laughs> well, the, the occasional time when we talk about the good place. Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> the fact that we spend uh, a third of our time. Uh, but it was interesting. Uh, well, I guess, okay, so this is What the Fork. I'm Jared. I'm Jason. Uh, d- d- at uh, Jason E. Kyle on Twitter. And it's K-E-I-L and L-T-D underscore engagement on the Twitter and at What the Fork Pod. On um, your Instas and your Twitters. Yeah. Don't, don't bother with Facebook, man. Zuckerberg just wants to control your brain. I am so not on Facebook most of the time. You shouldn't be. Um, I mean, I have to be. At this point, I'm only on there. I think plugging the article that I wrote, uh, the column, is the first time I've been on Facebook in, in uh, weeks. How many, how many notifications did you have? Like a? Uh, there were a lot. Yeah. yeah. There are a lot. It is, you know, so um, our, our, our mutual social media buddy, Britt, do, did have a point because I was kind of going back and forth with her on this a little bit about how I, if I could just avoid being on Facebook altogether, it'd be great. Yeah, but same here. It is also still where I find out about most of the things that I do. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. It would be nice if there were a more... Uh, socially conscious social media place to get uh, and and keep track of events. Well, I mean, wishful thinking. Maybe we can. Maybe I can. You can be the Mark Zuckerberg to my Eduardo Sarazen, and we can come up with the socially conscious. Yes. Social media thing. Let's let's get right on that. I mean, yeah. hell, if we can come up with a podcast idea on a lark and and keep it going for for a while, yeah. we can definitely do this. We'll do the socially conscious Facebook. Mm-hmm. So you'll be the Jesse Eisenberg to my mm-hmm. um, 
uh, Garfield, uh, Andrew Garfield. Yes. And Timberlake will I, I am show up. Definitely. Uh, yeah. The, the, the more uh, qualified to be Jesse Eisenberg, I suppose. Did you listen to him on on uh, on uh, Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend? No, the only episode I've listened to Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend is the one with Mr. Marin with with, with uh, Mark Marin. Yeah, uh, it it was interesting. It's 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 like um, it's like listening to to a young Woody Allen, which is which is kind of he's funny. He's slowly. I mean, not that he's ever really gone anywhere. But he is slowly making a comeback, I think, because he, like, after he did Lex Luthor, he kind of disappeared for a while. Well, he went and wrote a collection of stories, right? And he tried to focus on his writing for a little bit. I, maybe he did. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing, but. It is, I believe. I just watched um, Zombieland, the new Zombieland movie that he was in. Well, okay, so I have been uh, not wanting to watch that because I did enjoy the first one uh, and and uh, did not hear a ton of great things about the second, so I just kind of avoided it altogether. Well, the big funny joke is would be funnier if they didn't steal it from Shaun of the Dead. Oh. Um, and it wasn't even that, like, they just did different. So I guess... Uh, like you remember the part in Shaun of the Dead where they run into their counterparts mm-hmm. um, like while they're fighting zombies. Well, they do the same thing in Zombieland, double tap. Oh, do they? Except their counterparts are, instead of William Harrelson's counterpart is Luke Wilson. Um, nice to see nice to see him. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jesse Eisenberg's counterpart is um, Thomas Miloditch from Silicon Valley. Okay. And, like, the gag's pretty, I mean, the gag's solid, but, I mean, it's funny, if it'd be funnier if I didn't, I'd seen Shaun of the Dead a gazillion times. Yeah, and to be, you know, I, I did like the first one. As far as zombie films go, though, Shaun of the Dead is still... It's yeah, it's it's hard favorites. to beat. It is hard to beat. So I was correct. This is what I was I was doing over here. Actually, was looking up. Um, it's it's called Bream gives me hiccups. Is the name of the Jesse Eisenberg collection of short stories. Okay. Um, and is apparently, he's also written a play called The Spoils. Um. Yeah. So I don't know. I think he's trying to be a little bit more of an auteur, not mm-hmm. just a movie guy. No, it's because of these, I'm sure because of these movies like Zombieland that he can afford to do these things. Yes. No, I mean, definitely. If I could, if I could get on a a franchise like that, then I'm sure I could spend all the time that I needed to, you know, hone Mm -hmm. my craft as a writer. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Um, But alas, I, you know, have yet to be discovered by Hollywood. Um, which I'm sure will change, but well, I mean, or uh, you know, America, now. America needs a, a, another, uh, you know, like a late thirties neurotic Jew, uh, in, in their films. So <laughs> when they um, come and knock and I'm ready for them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, they're going to need a podcaster to interview all the other, other people who, mm-hmm. and that's where you come in. Yeah. I, I'll come in anywhere that somebody wants to, to, pay me to get away from the day job to be mm-hmm. honest at this point um we're but, gonna need you to do it for free though oh fucking balls um, <laughs> p- 
pay me and exposure. Um, <laughs> oh, um, before speaking of balls, uh, <laughs> now um, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna share one discovery I made um, the other day, and then we can go jump into the good place. Mm-hmm. Are you aware of the movie Drillbit Taylor? I've heard of it. Okay, I've never seen it. So in this movie, well, the movie's like my bodyguard, but it's supposed to be funny. But it doesn't really do so well. I don't. I, my, I don't know if I know my bodyguard. Um, it's a Matt Dillon movie from the eighties where a bunch of geeks hire him to like protect them from high school. Okay. Same concept, except instead of hiring Matt Dillon, they hire Owen Wilson, who's a homeless dude. Um, well, that and, makes perfect sense. Yeah. And now there's a sequel. Well, no, no, no. Okay. So I didn't real. I was watching it the other day and didn't realize that. Barry Goldberg, the actor who plays Gary Goldberg, isn't it? He's like one of the main kids. Okay. He's at least three times the size he is now. Oh, really? Yeah. And this movie was made like 10 years ago, but you know it's like the actor because he does the, it's Big Dreams G. (laughs) (laughs) And literally playing like the same, like literally that is who Barry Goldberg is based off of because okay. he listens to rap and thinks he's like hot shit sure and, okay but like also wears bowling shirts <laughs> and then the band geek um well the band geek who shows up every now and again is also his friend mm-hmm. and then um his uh murray's bi- um former business partner um, Cedric Yarborough mm-hmm. is also in this movie. Um, I'm like, so I kind of joked, like, is this part of the movie just kind of part of the Goldberg television <laughs> universe? <laughs> That's pretty funny. The GTU, mm-hmm. as we as we refer to it, where this movie kind of launched the Goldbergs and uh, schooled and yeah, yeah. Have you watched Schooled? I watched one episode and I was not impressed. I, I haven't watched it. I feel bad for um, Tim Meadows because he needs—he he seems like he needs something to go well for him. I don't think he's doing just fine. You think he is? Yeah. I mean, he's not like starting in the good place like Maya Rudolph, but yeah, yeah. But I think, I but think- I liked seeing him as the principal and mm-hmm. the Goldbergs. I thought it was—it was a a fun run for that. I think Tim Meadows is funny as hell. Plus, we'll always have the ladies, man. <laughs> ladies, man. Cuvassier. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so, I've done a couple of good transitions here. We have. So you see what I did there? I, I have. Let's. Uh, it's interesting to have, because I didn't watch this, which is the season three finale that we're about to discuss, until after having seen the series finale mm-hmm. um i mean i watched it when it was first on but this is my first time you know re-watching it in, in preparation for for our podcast mm-hmm. um and so it was first of all i thought having already watched it once that i wasn't gonna get all choked up at the end yeah i still did yeah i still got got pretty I, choked up oh no i cried i cried all my tears on thursday <laughs> oh yeah you know what I don't, there was, I, 
I don't know. It was we'll we'll talk more about it. And then it when I say later, tears, so. I wasn't like being the Jerry Maguire tears because <laughs> I was like maybe like I had to grab the neck and my napkin once or twice type thing. I just I think that we're gonna have to save some of our commentary on this for the when we go back through from the beginning because there were some things about. Um, Eleanor and Chidi together in in the season three finale mm-hmm. where I'm like, I might have actually felt a little bit more in this episode than I did in the series finale. Well, and so, but I can't compare those things to the series finale yet because we're not there yet. Okay. And, you know, well, the big, I don't know. I've read some reviews, not just of the, fin- of, of the season four finale, but like lately the debate has been, did the good place ever need a relationship to make it together? The show itself. Did it need? Did Elano- they need Chidi and Eleanor? Did they need Chidi and Has Eleanor anybody together? shipped them yet? Is that Chelinor or is that uh, <laughs> or uh, Elodie? <laughs> There's a reason why they're not doing it, <laughs> and you just figured it out. Chelinor sounds like a disease. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, or actually, like a, a, a prescription you might get to clear something up. Yeah, uh, the side effects of Chelinor are uh, possible rash. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know, the, the, a predilection for throwing peeps mm-hmm. into chili, uh, and <laughs> uh, up to and including death, and, um, and also existential crisis. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, stomach aches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, Cravings for a shrimp cocktail. Mm-hmm. So as I was watching it this morning, mm-hmm. the thing that kind of popped in my mind was, did we, and it's hard not to watch this and compare it to like the last, the last episode. Well, but, I mean, it, it also does set the stage for, uh, for this, the final season, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, because the, the, you know, not to get too much into it, but a lot of what happens in season four is based around the fact, especially those early episodes that, mm-hmm. um, you know, this is not spoiling anything because it's how this episode ends. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, season four deals with the fallout of the fact that, uh, Chidi and, uh, Eleanor have to, you know, or, Eleanor has to go forward knowing that um, that she's lost the love of her life mm-hmm. and Chidi is blissfully unaware. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, there's, there's a lot of season four that works through that. Uh, and, you know, it's, I don't know. So I guess what I'm thinking is, as I'm reading, the, and we're, as we're about to rewatch it again, mm-hmm. as you're about to hit the play button. Sure. I, I guess the question I kind of want to keep asking is, do they like did they need to get together at any time for me i'm gonna argue i think it brought something more to the show yeah um and i i, don't, I can't do I it i appreciate it's it too scary oh <laughs> crippled emotionally crippled michael by the way is uh, one of my favorite things yeah and there's michael doing his impression of yours truly <laughs> And doesn't know what's happening. Okay, you gotta pull it together. You got this? No, I absolutely do not. <laughs> I'm not meant for any of this, Eleanor. I'm just middle management. Oh. What if I fail? It'll be like the failure to end all failures. It'll be. For those of you listening, Mr. Duran almost just spit my tiger. I, I love it when he says, I'm just middle management. <laughs> this is what we do we tell the judge we have to cancel the experiment because I have a fat neck. <laughs> She'll understand. <laughs> <laughs> 
are Michael. You are smart and capable, and you're a fearless leader. And you are gonna take a deep breath, stand up, open that door, and say, hi, John, I'm Michael. I'm the architect. Come on in. Got it? Hi, John. I'm Eleanor. <laughs> I'm the architect. Come on in. <laughs> that smile. Yeah. I like, oh, like. So I, I again, I, you know, I like, I like the twist here. Um, you know, I, I think that to, to put Eleanor in a position where, where she has to like really take charge and, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, be, she, she's forced into being what she had, uh, I think, uh, essentially avoided her entire life, which is she has to be, uh, together and responsible and like take charge of things, take ownership mm. of things. Because if she doesn't like the world will be destroyed. Correct. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah, the fate of the world rests on Eleanor's shoulders. Yeah, which is pretty sad. Which means we're all one lonely girl margarita away from disaster. <laughs> yes, and the fate, our fate runs in a, um, what she ca- referred to herself as an Arizona um, desert. Uh, desert trash? Desert yeah, trash. Something like that, yeah. Yes, the fate of the world rests in some Arizona desert trash. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, hey, <laughs> why not? Let me sum this up for you, John. You're dead. What? But sorry, it's okay that you're dead. Because you, John Wheaton, are in the good place. You're here really like because John of all Shirt. the incredible things you like John you Shirt? Yeah, the pattern is just very calming. So let me just check your file. Is it, was that Paisley? I believe so. Mm, good. Yes. That's what I thought. Wow, John. You know, I've, I've always wanted to, to be somebody who could pull off a Paisley or a polka dot or something. I'm just, it's not me. Can't do it. Well, I mean, keep in mind, like, it go up better with, like, a nice smile over it. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah, but I don't know. I just, I'm not, I've never been a fashion guy. I'm a t-shirt and jeans guy, and I'll occasionally throw a plaid shirt on. Yeah. Yeah. Enough about me. So everything you see is here for you to enjoy for eternity. You and your 321 neighbors. Oh, uh, why is it 322 people? Is that number significant somehow? Well, Janet? Hi there. It's me, Eleanor, the architect of the neighborhood. Yep, that is certainly information that I already knew. Janet <laughs> is a walking database of all the knowledge in the universe. And since you, John, seem to like asking a relentless number of questions, go ahead, ask her anything. Okay, um, what's the craziest secret celebrity hookup? Drake and Ruth Bader Ginsburg, (laughs) on and off for years. (laughs) Okay, wow. Wait, you really do know everything. Kind of seems like she should be running the neighborhood. Yes, That's John, funny for a number of reasons. That does seem like a much better idea. Hey, Janet, why don't you take... Which thing, that Janet should be running the neighborhood or mm-hmm. that Ruth, Gator, Ruth Bader Ruth Ginsburg, Ginsburg and Drake? Because Drake has been texting girls who are, like, under the age of 18. Oh, really? Not in a... It has not been proven that it's in anything other than just as a mentor-mentee role. Huh. But he's friends with that. Um, Stop making those faces because I already told John and there's no going He's been texting the gal from Stranger Things. Um, the one who plays Eleven? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Millie Bobby Brown. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. So also, the fact that... It still doesn't seem quite right. Well, that's... 
like the thing is that it doesn't seem right, but it's also not. Well, but this is the culture never, that we live in, though, is that right. if it's an older, you know, and, and at, at this point, who can blame anybody, but it's uh, for for feeling that way, but it's it, it just seems a little eh, to be an adult male who's, who's you know, texting uh, an underage girl. Yeah, but if they, they don't claim that he's doing it any, for anything other than... Like, as a support, like, it's not anything. Well, if that's the case, then that's awesome. Yeah. Um, and they're never meeting in person. Like, okay. That's from what I'm to understand as well. There's no, there really isn't a picture of Millie Bobby Brown and Drake together. Okay. And nor are there any pictures of Ruth Bader Ginsburg and Drake together. That doesn't mean it's not happening. No, it does not. Um and I am assuming that you saw the sign of the restaurant they're standing in front of Beignet and the Jets. <laughs> um, which I, I think oh, is fantastic. I need to sh- I need to show you something. Okay. So Megan An- um, Anram or Anram the the yeah, writer the writer yeah um, she posted on Twitter mm-hmm. the. Um, all the puns that she used um, oh, really? in the show. And I will list some of them off. Okay. And then I will send the rest to you. Okay. But it is definitely worth um, your time to follow her. Um, so, some pasta restaurants. Al Dente on the Western Front. <laughs> Panay for your thoughts. <laughs> Um, ramen on empty. Oh, that's a uh, that's ramen great. with scissors. Mm, mm. Return of the Mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so pastry restaurants, cake cod, cake Ganaveral, Hertz's donut. That's kind of exists already. Mm-hmm. Um, Kanish from a rose. Oh, that's good. Um, Benet in the Jets. Mm-hmm. Um, muffin butt net. <laughs> and uh the sky pippin um i'll kind of yeah <laughs> um i'll list the poultry restaurants and um uh the the one shrimp restaurant okay okay so um well no i'll list a bread restaurant first crouton a hot tin ruth oh that's that's good um focaccia red-handed <laughs> <laughs> um Poultry uh, squab goals, um, <laughs> chicken of the sea of the land, <laughs> and pot pie the sailor man, and um, pakai good recipe from the cookbook. Oh, and cheese restaurant um, forever in blue cheese. Oh, that's that's a good one. Yeah. So I'll send this to you, and um, I'm pretty sure we I may have retweeted it, but. Um, it's a very long and expansive list. Oh, that's good. Of um, all the restaurants that she listed, um, or they came up with, <laughs> of the puns. And, you know, knowing your pre election for puns. I do love a good pun. Yeah. Um, it's pretty much like a gold mine. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. If I could pick anyone to impersonate an immortal deity, 
Well, it would be me, but if it couldn't be me, it'd be you. Yeah, you're gonna rock this. You're like the Blake Bortles of whatever's going on right now. I'm not really sure. Thanks, guys. I think I can be the architect. I saw how Michael ran the neighborhood and the memories he showed me, and there was like a four-year period where Brad Pitt really wanted everyone to know how into architecture he was, and I read a lot of those interviews, so I think that might help me. And before long, Michael will be back to his old self, and he can step in and take over, right? Look at the four of you all together. Oh, I love you so much! <laughs> okay, okay, that's okay. Chidi, have Janet translate the gibberish of these files. Tahani, continue working on the welcome party. Oh, yes, the party. So, for the napkins, I would normally do a queen's tuck, but I was thinking of shaking things up a bit with a Yorkshire butterfly. And this could not matter less. Very sorry. Goodbye. <laughs> hey. Do you know the difference between this those? Is no idea. Every thought and decision yeah. and action from None. this guy's entire life. I do life. not like know my napkin. Whole box folds. is just one okay. trip to Wendy's. Well, keep reading. According to Michael, I usually asked for your so help I by like day two. Suspect so tool not fitting our fancy party anytime soon. I am not going to fit into any fancy party ever. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I, I don't know. I've never. I've n- it's, 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 I don't know. I'm not. I'm not great at parties. Just period. And then fancy ones just don't don't appeal. I don't know. I don't even know. Who knows? Maybe I could rock a tux. I don't have no idea. I've never worn one. Mm-hmm. So not that I ever would have. You know. Yeah. No. Me neither. So same. How about you? Are you good at a fancy party? Mm, no. No. I I hate them. And then amazingly, what happens is by the time we go, it's by the time it's time to go. I'm like friends with at least three people there. Well, because you're very personable. I, but for about first hour, I hate being there. Now he's doing the teaching. We did talk over the line about. Uh, it's what uh, feels like. Was it wrong and horny at the same time. The gossip toilet. the ones that invented the Olsen twins countdown clock for when they became legal. That was our blog. That was us. Oh my! You were. Quite mean to me. Oh, no, I wouldn't call it mean, okay? My targets were rich and high status, and I was just doing the important work of telling truth to power. <laughs> so, wait, what about you, huh? You died in Canada? Ah! That is so weird and embarrassing. That's like the nip slip of dying. Okay, listen. Okay, so. Now, Canada joins the list of, of those, uh, you know, geographically insulted uh, <laughs> by the good place. That dying in Canada is like the nip slip of, oh. of dying. <laughs> but, I mean, for one, Canada's favorite son, Drake, mm. has been insulted already. So apparently this whole episode... Wait, 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 wait. How, how has Drake been insulted? By, oh, that's by right. being hooked up with Ruth Bader Ginsburg? Actually, like, I take the... Come on, man. You're correct. <laughs> Ruth Bader Ginsburg was the one insulted by... By being hooked up with Drake. Or right. was it an insult to either one of them? Maybe they'd be very happy together. I, I don't know. I don't know either one of them very well. I mean... But. Uh, you know, who knows? Maybe RBG is uh, just really down with Drake's style. And, yeah. you know, how could Drake not be drawn to that that strong, you know, uh, mind of jurisprudence? You know, uh, it's it's just, it's it's very clearly, you know, how could it not happen? I, um, I'm trying to think of like a, um, like a euphemism that, Riffs on the um, line from the Usher hit, yeah. Um, but I about 
but I can't think of one. It would be lost on me anyway. I've never heard that song. Are you serious? I'm serious. That song was like inescapable pretty much in 2006. I think we've proven time and again that I can manage to escape the inescapable pretty pretty handily. Yeah, it was like... Okay, but you are aware that like the lion um, lay in the streets but freaking the bed? Mm-mm. Okay. So, no, again, seriously, I, I have... Uh, for somebody who is as mired in pop culture as I am... I managed to to miss quite a bit, um, and just you know the fact, for instance, the fact that I went the entire run of Game of Thrones and only had one spoiler. Yeah, I mean, come on, you've <laughs> and I've yeah, I've never watched an episode of the original Law and Order, or have I watched a CSI or a yeah, but I mean that's okay. I'm not eighty. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been have you been watching Picard? No. How okay. Um I'm going to soon, but you know, again like I'd watch it tonight if it wasn't for the the Super Bowl giant football game. Yeah, you know. Um let's do I need I need to be able to talk to somebody about that show. Uh it's 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 Well, the first episode's on YouTube, so I'm going to watch it. Okay. And I think I have my dad's CBS password. So I'll probably watch the second one. You can't be far behind yet because it's only two episodes in. But it's a weekly battle thing, right? It is, yeah. Plus, I'm still catching up on Mandalorian. Okay. Which, if you have been paying attention to my tweets, you would know that our boy Pillboy. Oh yeah, no, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, but you know, I can't follow everything, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just, I, 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 I'm not, I'm not, I'm not good at it. I'm it's, not good at the social media. I, you know, I, I will, uh, you know, basically it's, it's an outlet for, uh, for whatever pops into my head as, as what I think is a, a witty thought or some such thing. And then beyond that, I scroll through a few things and I'm done. I, oh, okay. I just, I, but I tagged you. Yes. Which yeah. is why I'm, I saw it. Yeah. Yeah. But I tagged you and I said, Hey, it's our boy. Pill boy. Pill yeah. boy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dip. I saw that. Oh dip. Yes. <laughs> Now, um, one of the main comedians who make an appearance in The Mandalorian. I haven't gotten to yeah, the Bill Burr true. episode yet. Uh, that's got to be a treat. It's, you know, he, and he uh, does not uh, play a comedic role at all. Yeah. Who knew? Uh, who knew he was capable of such things? Bill Burr did. No. Well, yes, of course we knew that. He's in Breaking Bad. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. One of the greatest, of the greatest TV shows of all time. Exactly. Until this game where you're in ruined everything. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, that's true. I I just it's uh I don't I don't know I I'm I'm finding it uh like I I loved the first episode the second episode is is uh, I'm not loving so much it they're spending apparently I you know I I because I listened to um, Star Trek the Next Conversation with with Matt Myra and and Andy Secunda it's uh the they are like taking a break from next generation to cover Picard as it happens. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I, I have to agree with Matt Myra on the, uh, you know, the kind of frustration of as a, as a long time, you know, Star Trek fan and person who's, who grew up watching next generation. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, uh, it, it takes some getting used to because they've never been like a serial show like that. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it, every episode was, is had its own arc. Uh, oh yeah. And, yeah. 
you know, except for maybe cliffhangers here and there, two or three part episodes. But anything with the board, we usually was. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. But um, but to have something like this that's so like you, that you have to that you're only getting pieces of this, and apparently the the they're considering the first three episodes as Act One, so. It's it's all that even almost makes it more frustrating that it's weekly because now I have to you know really wait to evaluate the first two episodes until I've seen the third episode to see what they're kind of doing with it. So I don't know. It's okay. uh, but it has been a joy to watch Patrick Stewart back so, as Picard. So um, there, I did have a discussion at work that I maybe want to discuss with you briefly because mm-hmm. um, as you may know, um, Captain Janeway, mm-hmm. Kate Mulgrew will be at Fan Fusion at possibly... I saw that, yeah. On possibly the same day that you and I would be there. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I mean, do we, do, I, I, I'm which means still hesitant gonna, to announce it, by the way. But I know. it looks like we're... I'm going to do it. We're, it looks like we're going to be doing a live What the Fork at Fan Fusion. Yeah. Uh, which we don't means know we should really get yet. her... We should try to get her on. What... Uh, what... what Relation to the good place does she have? Um, she's been in Star Trek Voyager. <laughs> <laughs> because it's a tremendous get. It would be fantastic. Um, you don't want Clark Gregg? I mean, that'd be cool. But I'm wondering if, if Janeway will show up in, in Picard. I don't know. Probably not. Um, but it's it's possible she does show up in uh, the really terrible Star Trek Nemesis, which yeah. uh, was probably actually my favorite moment of that film. Um, there's a few there's a few decent moments in that movie. I mean, it's I you know I'm just it's not seeing Data like fly through space at the end. I mean, come on. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, it's not even. Like, Final Frontier was better than Nemesis. And that's saying something, because Final Frontier is a flaming pile of shit. Yeah. It's, it, I mean, it's, At least has it's, a, it has a point. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's, um, the, it's, it's, it, the biggest, uh, case for, with the original cast, that the even-numbered films are the best, um, because mm. you know, and and Search for Spock was okay. Uh, motion picture at its moments, it felt like it was trying to be you mm-hmm. know more of a trippy uh, two thousand one kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but you know, Wrath of Khan, Voyage Home, and Undiscovered Country are the best of the original cast. Right, I'm not a big Generations fan either. It's uh, it it Generations is wasted. Yeah. Uh, I, I I think that there. They could have handled that a lot better. It was a chance to, you know, with 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 Picard and Kirk meeting, mm-hmm. you know, and all that. There was so much potential, and it just it was squandered. Yeah, and not to mention Malcolm McDowell squandered. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um. Oh, so back to my question. Sure. Yes. Um, okay. I had this has turned into Star Trek Corner. <laughs> well, we'll get. So my question was on like of the TNG. DS9 and Voyager what would you what's your favorite It's it's still got to be next gen because yeah. I mean it, for me it's it's what I grew up with you know I was 
that show started in 87 i was five Mm -hmm. you know it was uh, it it definitely has uh had the the biggest immediate impact on me as as a kid Mm -hmm. there and uh i i didn't follow any of the shows all the way through after that um these space nine was I'm trying to rewatch now. Uh, it definitely had a slow start to it. It's so, and, but it got really good. Yeah, no, it, it gets good, but it, it it's the thing is that with it's it's interesting. It's because it's Casablanca in space. <laughs> yes, yeah, play it against him. Yeah, uh, it's there's so the thing is to me that. What's interesting about going back and rewatching long-running television shows like this um, is that they all, you know, they had much longer seasons, mm-hmm. you know, 22-plus episodes a season. You know, a lot of those, some of the, I think some of the years of Next Gen had like 27 episodes. And uh, there is so much more filler Mm-hmm. And so many more, you know, opportunities to have lo- not great episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and they went on for seven years and they really didn't hit their stride until the third season. Uh, I don't think Deep Space Nine really hits its stride until the third season either. Right. You know, and they had like, you couldn't do that now. Anything mm-hmm. taking that long to hit would be gone. But it's also syndication, so they could get away with it. They could. Like, yeah. getting like three million viewers, like, that's perfectly fine. Sure. Uh, but again, they were spending like what, like elite, probably at least a half mil, a mil an episode on special effects. Yes. So yeah, I don't know. I know how they do that, but but I mean, I, I imagine that the rights costs and all that, like more than make up for like pays mm. for every episode. Sure. Anyway, um, that was Star Trek Corner. It was. We we that was uh, we went on that for a while. Yeah. All but, right, um, but so, I mean, so what did you think of the <laughs> of their claim to fame as far as they were the ones who who uh, who created the the countdown to the Olsen twins being legal clock? <laughs> it it sounds like he ran a website that's somehow a mixture between per- Perez Hilton and Vice. Okay, like I, it's. You know, truth to power bullshit. Like, mm. who cares? Like, it's just, I don't know. It's celebrity takedown. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, who needs this? Well, I mean, being a celebrity myself, <laughs> no, uh-huh. no one needs that. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, anyhow, back to it and Tahani's mortification. Oh, nope. I, didn't get a nose job. <laughs> oh, I know. I just figured we're in heaven, so we might as well fix all of our flaws, right? Like, look at me. Nothing is staying on this face. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> what are the odds that you and I would end up spending... <laughs> Especially his hair, because he's got some receding... <laughs> he's got bald spot going on. Hardcore. <laughs> Elena, Michael, it is I, Tahani. <laughs> What's wrong? I know John. Rather, he knows me. He's a gossip columnist who tortured me on earth. He made it seem like I was shallow, plagued with jealousy, and prone to fits of melodrama. (laughs) What are you saying? Don't you see? (laughs) Bad Place didn't pick the worst people. They picked the people who would be the worst for us. 
Of course. How did I not anticipate this? Sean didn't just choose a bunch of serial killers. He chose your tormentors or arch rivals. Or exes. Mm. Those motherforkers. So this is insane. I don't know why I never thought of this until now. Okay. How hard would it have to be? Like, can you imagine the blooper reel when they have to say some like mother forkers? <laughs> or or my favorite, which is coming up, the cork blork. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like and not say like the actual word, like mm-hmm. how you just hold it in like that. I, I don't know, but yeah. it's it's really it's it's masterfully done, I think. Yeah. But I think also what's masterfully done here, Sean is about to demonstrate when you're in the bad place and you actually get to say the thing. Yeah. When he says, how do you say it when you, uh, when you, uh, match somebody's like chess move and they're in, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's, that's coming up. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, that's a good, that's a good, <laughs> it's a good one. Uh, too bad. It's not dill hole. She'll remember them. It's like going the, to destroy the judge has the a Starbucks like, pastry or something. Yes. I have to live next Funny to a man who placement. once lied and said I wasn't at Diddy's white party. I was there, Eleanor. I was. You must believe me. And how are we going to make Simone better when she's asleep the whole time? Hello? <laughs> we can't work with this. Your Honor, you never stipulated that we couldn't choose people who had some sort of connection to them. Then Simone just happened to die on Earth, which was really, uh, really cool. <laughs> I don't know how it happened, Chidi. It's... Hilarious. No! Okay, here's my ruling. It's not against the rules for the four new humans to have connections to the original four. Simone and John can stay. Booyah. But it was kind of a dirty trick. So, Michael can erase Simone's memory to the point before she met any of you. Fine. Have fun with your ex, Chidi. What's that thing you humans say when you're playing chess and you trap your opponent into an inescapable position? Oh, right. Eat butt, you ding dongs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's often not checkmate. That's, Eat butt, you ding dongs. That's often what I say when playing chess. <laughs> <laughs> and eat butt, you ding dong. Focus, team. Michael. And All those times I played chess, Tahani, like in the park. Jason, right. Yeah. No yeah. One, no Anytime you hit the little oh, clock thing. Yep. yep. Eat butt, you ding dongs. Yeah. Are you okay? In fact, uh, that was really what was missing from the movie Searching Bob no. Fisher. Look, yes. Yeah. It was. Lawrence Fisher and God. Eat butt, you ding dongs. Yes. I would have paid for that, actually. Yeah. I mean, Morpheus in five years. Okay. We can deal with that later. Let's just take this step by step. Step one, you leave so I can snap your amnesiac ex-girlfriend out of her post-death coma and welcome her into fake heaven. <laughs> That's step one. <laughs> Janet, hi there. Give me your opinion. Is this a savage insult? Nice shirt. Who designed it? Mark Fakeups. For people in your social class, that is 84% savage. Although, there is a 29% chance he responds, Oh, honey, in a tone so devastating you will think of it every day for the rest of time. I like those odds. I'll go lay it on him now. No. That's exactly what the bad place wants me to do. They sent John here to drag me back into my old patterns. Insecurity, obsession with social status. I shan't let it happen. (laughs) John, I'm happy you're here with me. 
This is going to be good for both of us. And I look forward to putting the past behind us and becoming your friend. Oh my God, you are so cute. You are so cute, it's gross. You disgust <laughs> me, I love you. Get out of here, I never want to see you again. I love you so much. <laughs> that was a roller coaster. <laughs> Hi, Simone. That's like every red carpet Come interview with Perez Hilton I've ever seen. I've never seen one. Yeah, not missing anything. This is apparently the episode where we talk about Star Trek, and I admit to having not seen a lot of popular culture. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, do you have the E network? No. Then you're fine. Right. You're living life. I I have not. You're already really, living in the good place. That's yeah. I know. I, I I haven't really seen anything on E since back when uh, it was uh, Greg Kinnear on Talk Soup. And, yeah. And uh, this, and Melissa and uh, and uh, uh, Joan and Joan on the red carpet. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's what we call peak E. <laughs> peak E. <laughs> wow. Twenty seven years ago. So, as ago. a neuroscientist, are you surprised? There's Maybe an athlete that makes me sound really frankly, old too. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. a decent mm. chance this entire thing. Well, is I mean, let's face it. I was even around. I stuck around for John Henson. Randomly firing in the millisecond after my death. But this Froyo he is was, amazing, so I'm just going to roll with it. What flavor did you get? Oh, was he? Yeah. You don't have to pause this. For, for that? Um, I Well, I wanted to make sure that we didn't miss the the mixture of flavors of uh, of uh, Simone's yogurt yeah. choice. Half strawberry, half male co-worker gets called out for stealing your ideas. Ooh, that's so <laughs> great together. Hi. Mm. Hi. Wow. Well, the other residents seem so nice. The residents are great, yes. <laughs> but uh, don't feel like you need to get to know all of them right away. Maybe just talk to Michael and me for the first, I don't know, 6,000 years or so. Anyway, you just chill, baby girl. We'll check in with you later. <laughs> I know I say this every time, but that music that is well. so John right? Bryan. I've mm-hmm. always pretending I've never met people before. It's kind of my go-to When we start doing hiatus episodes, dynamic mm-hmm. may actually be good. We should revisit I Heart Huckabees. Oh, we definitely should. Yes. That should be... Yeah, first hiatus episode will be the live episode. Mm-hmm. And then we should do I Heart Huckabees. Yeah. You're welcome. Yep. Oh, and then maybe we should run the discussion on that film for Phoenix Film Collective. Oh. What? Uh, maybe who knows maybe. i don't know see if chris is down for it <laughs> okay and if he's listening to this right now he knows that we just thought of it so. yeah he's like sure, i was guys. Bummed. i was bummed that i missed the discussion on vim benders um it's funny because i'm watching it until the end of the world right now yeah the five hour version i uh i would like to see that I, I, but I, Wings of Desire, I've seen so many times at this point. It's so good. It's, I, yeah. And I've watched Paris, Texas like a f- few months ago for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. That's just utterly depressing and beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, so I was bummed that I missed that. But he mentioned that they they want to keep doing it. So, yeah. And that was open for ideas. So, hey, I heard Huckabees. Yeah. Well, there you go. Do yeah. a Russell discussion. I could. Oh yeah, shit. Tear that up. Yeah, absolutely. Three Kings. Oh yeah. Um, um, Silver Linings Playbook. Yep. Yeah. I I, I really like uh, uh, American Hustle too. Oh dude. Yeah. Don't even give me a start. I that movie should have one best picture. 
I, the performances in that were fantastic. Yeah. That was, that was honestly, so those two films were where I started to uh, change my opinion of, um, what's his name? God, guy. Christian Bale? No. Bradley no. Cooper? Yes. That yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, he's, Coop has been, well, it's because Coop has always played dicks. Yeah. Up until that point. Mm-hmm. And now he doesn't. Like, he's just got typecast in it, because, I mean, he does look like a fucking douche. He does look like a douche. He yeah. looks like a bro. Yeah, he's a bruh, bro. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But now he's... I, I it's He's good, and he's in joy, and he's in... Which is good. That I like one him. I still need to see. I haven't seen that one. Um, Star is Born is... I haven't seen really that either. Good. Well, the first hour is really good. I'll watch it at some point. I don't know. I've I've seen that. I, I saw the Judy Garland one. I saw the this the Streisand Christopherson one. You know what? Yeah. It's why do I need to? Because it's Sam Elliott, man. Okay. So take your easy, dude. <laughs> I know you will. Mm, yep, yep, yep. I even like him in American Sniper. I don't like the movie, but I like him just fine. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. Back to it. Good. You know, it gives me more time to observe and plan. You'll be the face of the operation, and I'll be the mastermind behind the scenes, like Cyrano de Bergerac, like Chris Jenner. Oh, <laughs> totally. Yeah, I think this is going to be okay. like the Wizard no, of Oz. That would have worked, too. But, you know, it was, it was good that his Which next go-to for her was Chris Jenner. Erase my memory and reboot me. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? No forking way. We're not but this is why they had to have right. the relationship Bring already. Simone, and it had yeah. to be believable. It's checkmate. It completely neutralizes me. I'll be too freaked out to help the new residents. The only way to outflank Sean is to make it so I don't remember Simone. So you have to run into your ex occasionally. That's a part of life, man. I used to run into my exes all the time. At the mall, at the dentist office, when I drunk texted them and told them to come over. <laughs> Simone is really perceptive. I might slip up and reveal something. Look, this isn't just about me feeling awkward around my ex. It's more about if I am awkward around my ex, everyone gets tortured forever. No, there has to be another way. Oh, I've got it. Just <laughs> remove Simone from Chidi's Again, keep everything else. Because you have to, you, you can't it keep it together around your ex. The whole universe is in jeopardy. Right. Yeah. 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 That's just. Which, you know, but that's, that's straight Chidi though. I mean, yeah. it's already been proven. But like literally like it's because like, because he can't get over his ex. <laughs> I, it's not that he can't get or, over her. It's that, you know, the the fact... I mean, honestly... I, I, okay, so I, how often do you have to interact with your exes? Uh, I don't, because um, my first Arizona girlfriend became my wife. Well, speaking as somebody whose business partner is an ex, <laughs> uh, you know, romantic partner, you know, it's it it's... It's not uh, not fun, not not fun as far as the dealing with from day to day. So right, but I mean, but to put as the show is playing it mm-hmm. and doing well, it's so, never. It's also never not going to be awkward, right? But because it could be awkward, the whole universe could be destroyed. Yes, so that's why I'm just saying. Like, it's just funny that. Do you not see the humor in the fact that like this situation has could 
potentially yes. like oh no i see humor in it but i also see plausibility in it oh yeah because i'm not just saying like it's not <laughs> funny <laughs> like i'm not saying it's not plausible mm-hmm. i just think it's funny yes oh yeah for sure <laughs> yeah yeah no i just thought we were having you know we were questioning or you said to keep in mind you know the question did there need to be the relationship oh no there? this is just like me saying isn't this funny look yeah like you yes. can't you can't keep it together on his ex and, the whole and so the whole universe yeah is gonna get destroyed like literally yes yeah no actually <laughs> yes work that way you all spend a lot of time together so his memories of you and her are all swirled together but let's keep thinking guys i've thought about this from every angle if we don't wipe my memory i will one way or the other ruin the experiment you know I'm right. No, no, man, it can't be. Because if we erase your memory all the way back to before you met Simone, that includes Australia and the study and the Soul Squad and everything. That would be erasing us. I know. So sad. The plan is to erase Chidi's memory all the way back to when the air conditioner fell on his head in his original timeline. The judge has given us until tomorrow morning before we have to bring in the other two subjects. Tahani, the welcome party will be tomorrow night. Next time you see me, it'll be like I'm a new resident. I won't know any of you. So, will you remember that time in Australia when we stayed up late (laughs) and ate pizza together? No, buddy, I won't. Will you remember when we ordered? A pizza? No. <laughs> Will you remember pizza? Will I remember <laughs> what pizza is? Yeah. Jason is literally talking like my three-year-old son right okay, now. Okay. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I have. There, this is one of those times where. So we talk about. We mentioned briefly uh, having. Um, the uh, Tahani not living up to or or not being utilized right. well uh, in the last season uh, for at least the first chunk of episodes and and uh, w- which we'll talk about much in more detail later. But um, Jason, they just you know they made him like a cardboard cutout of stupidity. This this bothered me a little bit because you know the fact that one In of the this episode that was, or just for this whole series. Well, no, for this particular episode because what one of the best things about Jason has always been his you know his deep insight in moments where you know you don't expect anything from Jason mm-hmm. and there's none of that here. Here there's just there's just him being stupid. Yeah, and that bothers me a little bit. Right. Understand. Well, I'm. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's my one criticism for what I otherwise think is a great season finale. I, mm-hmm. You know, the, the, but I, I think that they just did not give him much to do. Right. Well, not everyone's here yet, and then, yeah, uh, yeah. Not every. Not all the residents are here. Mm-hmm. Um and pizza. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just it just I I don't know. I think he would have some. It's if they. It's like they just gave him some lines so that he had some lines, mm-hmm. and that that bothers me a little bit. Not a total loss, but this is awful. <laughs> you two won't be together anymore. I haven't met a more perfect couple since I set up Drake with Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yes, yes we will. <laughs> of course, no the honey did. <laughs> be 
together. The bad place has pulled off the most intricate cork blork of all time. Cork blork! It's a nice touch that the cursing filter maintains the rhyme. I appreciate that attention to detail. Hang on, I'm not giving up. <laughs> Let's have an old-fashioned brainstorming session. We'll get Chinese food and we'll throw pencils and stick them in the ceiling and someone will say something innocuous and I'll say, wait, say that again. Sounds like the <laughs> there was another choice David Letterman late show writing room. It, yeah, it does. Uh, it's it, But it's proven time and again that most sticky situations can be solved by brainstorming over mm-hmm. Chinese food and tossing pencils into the ceiling. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a time-honored tradition. Believe me. You like learning about humans, right? This is it's a like Apollo classic 13 human situation. Or Gary friends are going through something like, awful, and there just is make nothing it happen. you can do. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's just rip the Band-Aid off. Snappy, snappy, wipey, wipey. I need a few minutes to work it all out, so... I hate this, and I'm sorry. And, and did I did I say that I hate this? Because I hate this. You don't need to apologize for making a huge sacrifice to save your friends. This is why people love moral philosophy, professors. <laughs> How about this? First time in the show. Yeah. Every time you see me get a stomachache. It's three seasons of build-up for I'm one good punchline. No. All the time? Yeah, exactly. Sorry to interrupt. I wanted to give both of you something before we do this. Think of it as a going away present. (laughs) Sushi and the Banshees. Yes. (laughs) Kardashian Jenner family. Yes. This this yeah. was so brilliant. I uh, you know <laughs> the the whole the llama and Eleanor. When the when was the llama episode? Well, see, these are things that we didn't see either. Yeah, they did get rebooted eight hundred some odd times, right? Mm-hmm. It seems like we should be talking over this yeah. because we're just watching the real. But hugs, it's, smooches. It, it's again. Arguing. It's, I have nothing to say about this part. Yeah. It's just it's, it's it's super super well done. And their performance is watching it. Mm-hmm. I don't normally cry at movies. <laughs> but that one was pretty good. <laughs> the girl was hot. <laughs> the guy was too. I'm gonna miss you so much, Eleanor. Except his performance in that line gets That's me out. That's what's so scary about this whole thing. I'm gonna miss you. 
You're just gonna think I'm some sexy godlike figure who you wanna <laughs> hump immediately after meeting her. I know you're deflecting by making jokes about how hot it's you are. It's not a joke. I'm a legit snack. <laughs> <laughs> I believe in you. I am not even scared to get rebooted because I know that you'll be here taking care of me. I wish we had more time together. Oh, time means nothing. Jeremy, bear me, baby. We'll just we'll get through this. And then you and I can chill out in the dot of the eye forever. Right. We'll be okay. We found each other before hundreds of times. We can do it again. <sighs> Bye, Chidi. Yeah, I mean, so that that just demonstrates to me that that needed to happen. They needed to yeah. have that moment. It it gives us you know buy-in for wanting to see what happens next. It's mm -hmm. you know how are they going to do this? It's it just makes it so that she has even more to deal with. More skin in the game. Yeah, I mean the fact that well, I mean the fact that she has to deal with with you know having lost basically. Uh, like the one joyful thing in her life, mm -hmm. you know. If you think about like her, her, the only good good relationship that she's ever had, and that includes mm -hmm. her parents, you know. Mm -hmm. So when you think about it from that standpoint, um, I mean, it's really uh, they. It was, I think, a masterful stroke to make her deal with the loss of something that important to her while she's also having to keep it together and mm -hmm. run and, and make it look like she's running the good place. Yeah, and then she'll learn to appreciate when it comes back. Sure. Yeah. As as uh, as uh, uh, Gordon Sumner once said, if you uh, love someone, <laughs> set them free. Free, free. Set them free. Set them free. <laughs> um, yeah, I started thinking about this I started thinking about it, like in that scene and it does kind of play into the long, longer picture too. And I'm trying not to put it in relation to the last episode, mm -hmm. but relationships are cool, but eventually you gotta learn how to do shit on your own. This is true. So you can't depend on everyone. Eleanor's always been good at that. Well, and you're right. So, so the fact that, um, but she needs to project that positively. Yes. Yeah. And not as a, not, you know, it be who she is and be, you know, do what she's good at uh, without that defense mechanism of deflecting yeah. and, and uh, you know, lashing out and that kind of thing. And yeah, I mean, for sure, it's, it's it, you know, the uh, hallmark of a good relationship is where both people are in, uh, you know, Good together, but uh, can be uh, independent and also mm -hmm. good. Yeah, that's. I think so. Yeah, the relationship maybe did need to happen because they needed to show that Eleanor could be strong on her own. Without, her yeah, own with, without, without reverting trash back. exactly without reverting back to her old ways. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Janet, hi there. Hi, Janet. Can you just you know like tell me the answer? 
Sorry? You know, the answer to everything. You know all there is to know in the 42. universe. It's 42. Crunch yeah. the numbers. <laughs> Tell me the answer. What's the point of love if it's just going to disappear? And how is it worse to not love anybody? There has to be meaning to existence. Otherwise, the universe is just made of pain, and I don't like the thought of that. So tell me the answer. I know how you feel. Back on Earth, I had to watch Jason have no recognition of me. It felt like right before someone pushes a plunger and murders you. Sure. The more human you become, the less things make sense. But that's part of the fun, right? What do you mean? If there were an answer I could give you to how the universe works, it wouldn't be special. It would just be machinery fulfilling its cosmic design. It would just be a big, dumb food processor. But since nothing seems to make sense, when you find something or someone that does, it's euphoria. In all this randomness, in this pandemonium, you and Chidi found each other and you had a life together. Isn't that remarkable? Hmm. Pandemonium is from Paradise Lost. Milton called the center of hell pandemonium, meaning place of all demons. Chidi tricked me into reading Paradise Lost by telling me Satan was, and I quote, my type. <laughs> the big, mean, bald guy with a goatee. I mean, he wasn't wrong. Oh, no, that's very on brand for you. I get the feeling that she wasn't so like disturbed. The pandemic. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. Find happiness in the unique insanity of and being that's okay. here. Now, we'll do this together. Find happiness in the unique in insanity the of, of being the man here. That now. I love. Yeah. yeah. I got you, dog. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Janet. <laughs> you know, for a robot, you make a really good girlfriend. I'm one out of three of those things. <laughs> but thank you. Good luck. One thing she had, friend. Friend, yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not a robot, not a girl. Yep. Yep. Ah, oh, boy. Okay. Okay. Hi, Chidi. I'm Eleanor. Come on in. Uh, uh yeah okay so that was i mean that's a hell of a season closer yeah it's yep. it's got it's got everything it had it had great jokes you know deep feels mm-hmm. um you know yeah it's it's why it's why we love this show yes so that's why we spend so much of our time talking about it that's why mm-hmm. yeah. no it's why we spend one third of our time talking about it that's a decent amount of time. Yeah, which and then we spend the rest of the time just talking about Star Trek. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Or a number of other things. Yes. But um, yeah. So that and that sets it up for for season four, uh, which, as everybody who watches the show knows, is is over now. Yeah. Uh, the show is done. And uh, we yep. recorded uh, a, a little episode about it. So um, that's going to be the the next time an episode drops in your feed. It's going to be uh, the live the live episode. Our our reactions in the moment to the one the, that you went to 
which we may add, but which uh, you know, again, uh, you know, uh, uh, we, we we messaged back and forth about this. A remarkable portion, like ninety eight percent of our audience, is not in Arizona. That's true. So maybe Fan Fusion will fix that. Yeah. Um. Or who knows? I, I maybe some people who heard of us at at Alamo will will start listening. So maybe, perhaps, perhaps, who maybe knows? we got on the news. Maybe. Yeah. I I don't think we did. Were you about to go like do some West Side Story? Who knows? I was not. <laughs> uh, uh, no, but uh, I mean, I can if yeah. everybody really wants that. Yeah. You know, it's. Uh, I think that the the probably the biggest thing you know separating us from super podcast stardom is is me doing a little bit of musical uh, uh, theater over. Yeah, you yeah. know exactly when you're Bernstein, a, a jet or a Bernstein. I, I knew who you meant. <laughs> When you're a jet, you're a jet all the way. Well, it could be Bernstein or Bernstein. If you go with the REM, it's the end of the world. Leonard Bernstein? Yeah. 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 Um, I, yeah. Anyhow. Yeah. Okay. So that's uh, any uh, things you want to to uh, to discuss on the way out here? No. I think um, you should check out uh, For the Records. A oh, yeah. Tom a column that yours truly is writing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, if you're into vinyl culture or you want to learn how to get into it, that's right. Not it's be intimidated. Call them on Phoenix New Times. Yeah, you should check that out. I'm yeah. very excited about writing that. So, yeah. um, that's all I got plugged, which is technically probably all you got plugged too. Yes, <laughs> that's that's true. But thanks, thanks for listening. And um, take it sleazy, chili babies. Take it sleazy. This has been a Hoon Waddle production. If you enjoyed this podcast, why not check out one of our other fine podcasts available from hootandwaddle.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any number of podcast apps. If you'd like to support Hoot and Waddle and get access to an exclusive member-only podcast, receive discounts on merch, and more, go to patreon.com forward slash Hoot and Waddle.